With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are in the final segment, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of shows on what is the hottest form of Alabama football talk. It's in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith, covering your Alabama Crimson Tide for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as I am live in studios. We've gotten the chance to discuss Jalen Hurts and his decision to take his talents to the Oklahoma Sooners. We've looked at the multitude of names that Nick Saban interviewing and looking to hire on to the University of Alabama football coaching staff. Hopefully soon we get some confirmation and some finalization on a few of these names. But now we dive into the final topic of conversation here. And I teased this before the break as we get into Alabama football and the upcoming 2019 National Football League draft. But before we talk that, in looking at high school athletes, and for these guys, it's why do I come to Alabama? Why do I choose Nick Saban? Why do I make this decision to play for the Crimson Tide? Why do I send my letter of intent to UA when there are a number of other different schools, programs, institutions that may have a better interest for me at heart and uh, on the other flip of that coin here we have guys that may be already student athletes at UA playing football and not getting the playing time they thought they would get and for those guys it's why stay at UA why stay at Alabama why continue with Nick Saban when I'm not getting the PT when I look around and I see other guys that I may have went to high school with that are playing Division I football and they're starters. They're getting all the media accolades. They're getting all the attention. They're grabbing all the stats. And I look at myself and I'm playing at the biggest program in college football, but I'm not seeing a lot of field time. I'm not being able to make my presence felt. Why stay at the University of Alabama? And when you look at it from both sides of the coin here, let me direct your attention to this 2008 signing class. This was Nick Saban's first big recruiting class at Alabama. This was the group that stamped Nick Saban as the elite recruiter we know him to be today. And this was the group that started this unprecedented run of competing for national championships each and every season. Alabama five national titles under the Nick Saban era. And just looking at a few of the marquee headline important names that came in this class. We start off with running back Mark Ingram, 2009 Heisman winner, the first Heisman winner for Alabama football. And since he was selected in the 2011 NFL draft, first round 28th overall pick, 
for the New Orleans Saints. Since 2014, he has been the best bag or one of the best bags in the league. We're looking at three to four 1,000-yard seasons from scrimmage since 2014. In a couple of those years, he was a 1,000-yard bag and a Pro Bowl participant. When you dive into Julio Jones at wide receiver, somebody that gave Alabama the coast in recruiting in 2008 out of Foley, Alabama, when he wore those crimson and white gloves ever since he was selected in the 2011 draft, first-round pick, number six, first-round, number six overall pick to the Atlanta Falcons, Julio Jones, like Mark Ingram, since 2014. We're looking at five consecutive 1,400 yards receiving at his position. With this year, he led the league in receiving with 1,677 yards. And then the last two guys, defensive leaders at Alabama, when you talk Dunta Hightower, who in 2011 led an Alabama defense that was tops in all five major categories, including scoring defense, giving up 8.2 points per game. And Mark Barron, former All-America safety at the University of Alabama, two-time BCS national champion. Both guys, Hightower and Barron, are headed to Super Bowl 53. Hightower for the New England Patriots, Barron for the Los Angeles Rams. This is why it's important to hang on at Alabama if you're a guy that's already there, that may not be getting the PT right now, but continue to push. And for all high school athletes, hot high school athletes, excuse me, out there, this 2008 class continues to make the fan base proud and Nick Saban proud. When you look at what Julio Jones and Mark Ingram have done, and then also Mark Barron, Donta Hightower representing this program and going to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53, as the Patriots will take off the Rams. But. Diving into uh, putting on my NFL draft hat for just a moment. We all know about the Mel Kuypers, the Todd McShays, the Bucky Brooks, the Mike Mayox, all those guys. But I'm going to put on my draft hat in terms of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. When I look at the Alabama players I feel like will more than likely get selected in the first round of the upcoming draft venue. And the first guy I want to look at here, Quinnen Williams, defensive lineman. 6'4", 295 pounds. All he needed was one year to prove that he's a big-time name. He's a big-time show. He can stuff the run. He can affect the passing game. He will get after it on that side of the football. And despite a lot of draft analysts looking at the Oakland Raiders, who have three first-round picks in the upcoming venue under head coach John Gruden, people look at the Raiders possibly getting Quinnen at the fourth overall pick in the first round. I look at the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals under Cliff Kingsbury, who have the number one overall pick, it's going to be very tempting to not take Quinnen Williams here. I know a lot of draft boards have them getting Nick Bosa from Ohio State. Nick Bosa elite. Nick Bosa big time. Nick Bosa strong. But Nick Bosa did not play in 2018. Did not play the entire 2018 season. Quentin Quentin Williams played the entire 2018 season. And this is somebody that under Nick Saban, you don't typically see these numbers from a nose guard, defensive tackle. 71 total tackles for 2018, was fourth on the team. Had 19 and a half tackles for loss, led the team. We're talking eight sacks, third on the team. 
and 12 quarterback pressures tied for first on the roster with Christian Miller at outside linebacker. Quinnen Williams, when you look at what he can do for the years in the Cardinals, the Cardinals returned one big-time pass rusher from this past season. That's Chandler Jones at linebacker, a guy they acquired in a trade from the New England Patriots. He finished with 13 sacks on the season at the team. Yes, you got Robert Kandichi from the Ole Miss Rebels, but Chandler Jones needs help. You get him help on defense at your Cliff Kingsbury by drafting Quinnen Williams with the number one overall pick. I know people say he's Kingsbury. He's an offensive mind coming from the spread offense guru at Mike Leach over there in Texas Tech. Prior to Mike Leach, coaching now at Washington State. And I know people are saying take you know, Kyler Murray with the number one overall pick. Josh Rosen is a good quarterback. People think about, well, is his heart truly in, in the National Football League? Is his heart truly in football? I think it is. You got the offensive mind in Kingsbury. You got the quarterback in Josh Rosen. You need to attack the defensive side of the football if you're Arizona. If I got the number one overall pick, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I am taking Quinnen Williams first overall. That's my first guy when I look at my draft big board here. My next guy in talking Alabama football in the NFL draft, I look at Jonah Williams. For Jonah Williams, and I had a struggle with this with this decision because my first thought was having the New York Jets taken with the third overall pick. The Jets, you got Sam Darnold at quarterback. You got your guy for the future. You picked him up in the 2018 venue. But Sam Darnold needs help. He needs protection on the offensive line. You need to grow some guys around him. So I thought about the Jets, but more so, I think the guy, I think the ideal fit for Jonah Williams may be at number 18 overall to the Minnesota Vikings. And here's why Kirk Cousins got battered down the stretch last season, which is the reason why the Vikings did not make the postseason. They have a strong defense, they have pieces at wide receiver with Adam Thielen and Trayvon Dick, or Stephon Dick, excuse me. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, you got a great tight end, and Kyle Rudolph. You need offensive line protection for Kirk Cousins. At the 18th overall pick, Jonah Williams fits, fits best here. Now, a lot of people look at it with the eyes of, well, he's not a first-round pick guy. A lot of draft analysts have him going in the second round, which I completely don't understand that. And they target his size, Jonah Williams, at 6'5", 301 pounds. is the reason they look at him not having just the greatest wingspan in the world. But I'm going to throw it to you like this. There were two players of a Nick Saban era at Alabama that Saban trusted to play left tackle that were not at that six foot six or higher regime or taller regime, as I should say, and did not have the big-time wingspan. Those two guys, Barrett Jones and Jonah Williams. Barrett Jones, who was just an all-around big-time offensive lineman in Alabama, played left tackle, wasn't the biggest guy, wasn't the strongest guy, but he was technically sound, was strong at the core, and a guy that was highly intelligent, knew how defenses were going to play him, was able to be strong at the point of attack, and really provide that impact technician playing style despite not having the wingspan. And the same thing when you look at Jonah Williams, a guy that's been the most consistent offensive lineman under Nick Saban. If you look at this past season, was graded at 90% or higher on assignments 
in 14 of 15 games, a guy that missed only three assignments in 847 snaps at left tackle. When you look at Alabama, they averaged giving up less than one sack a game this past season. 0.93 sacks an hour, less than a sack a game, which was eighth in the country and first in the Southeastern Conference. Jonah Williams did not allow a sack all season at left tackle, gave up just one. Quarterback pressure was huge in blocking for two consecutive 1,000-yard seasons for Damian Harris in 2016 and 2017. Was also a monster in allowing Tua Tagovailoa to become the fourth 3,000-yard passer under Nick Saban. 3,966 passing yards. Tagovailoa, a Heisman Trophy finalist and a consensus All-American. All of these things happen because Jonah Williams at left tackle, a absolute stud. One of two unanimous All-Americans from this past season, joining Quinnen Williams and a guy that was the Jacobs Blocking Trophy Award recipient. Yes, folks think he may be better suited as an offensive guard, but I'm telling you, Jonah Williams, you put him outside as a left tackle, he's got strength. He's got tenacity. He's a technician up front. He can get the job done. I got him. Number 18 overall pick, first round to the Minnesota Vikings to help out Kirk Cousins. That's where I got Jonah Williams going. And moving this on down the line here, we check out running back Josh Jacobs. I literally see him as a first-round pick. To me, I got him between pick 21 in the first round and pick 35 to start the second round. But a team I think fits Josh Jacobs to a T. I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, the city of brotherly love, that have a 21st overall pick. And I think if I'm Doug Peterson, if I'm in that green room on draft day for the Eagles, I'm taking Josh Jacobs. Here's why. You look at all the success that the Eagles have had. What's been the biggest count? What's been the, what's been the biggest denominator? What's been the common theme? for the success is game-changing, versatile running backs. When you look at Brian Westbrook, Darren Sproles, LaShawn, Shady McCoy, these guys brought Philadelphia big-time numbers. And when I look at Josh Jacobs, he can do the exact same thing. The guy can do it all. Toughness in between the tackles, speed and space as a back, great hands as a pass catcher at the backfield. You can line him up at wide receiver. He'll make plays there. A very strong pass protection blocker, great blocker all around, and in special teams. As a kickoff returner, punt returner, the dude is absolutely dangerous. I look at Josh Jacobs, 21st overall pick. If I am the Philadelphia Eagles, put it on the board. If I'm Doug Peterson, I'm taking him right now. But that's my thing here, 21st overall pick in the first round. I look at Josh Jacobs in that spot there. Moving on down the line here, the 26th overall pick. If I'm the Houston Texans, 26th overall pick, first round, Deontay Thompson. Right there. The guys from Orange, Texas at 6'2", 185 pounds. I know a lot of draft scouts are scared to touch him because of that size and that weight at 185. He's training right now in California for the combine. If he can get to that 200-pound range and run a sub, 4640, do great in the vertical jump, do great in the three cone drill, the 20 yard, the 60 yard shuttle, does great in the uh, coming outside of the uh, defensive back drills. I look at 
Deontay Thompson possibly being the top 15 pick. But right now, 26th overall, if I'm the Houston Texans and Ben O'Brien, I pitch my tent right here and I take Deontay Thompson. Why? Because you only had Tyron Matthews on a one-year deal through 2018. And despite having Kareem Jackson, Andre Hall, and a few others, I feel like Deontay Thompson fits perfect here. He's a native of Orange, Texas, a guy that had 78 tackles, a guy a year ago that had 78 tackles, six pass breakups, three interceptions, well, two interceptions, excuse me, three forced fumbles. He's great at tracking the football. He's got range, can play number to number, a hard hitter, a passionate throwback safety. When you look at his ability, to play between the numbers, to create turnovers, to run down plays. Deontay Thompson fits that mold as a coverage safety. You got your guys offensively. If you're Houston, defensively, I would look at that secondary once again. You got Kareem Jackson. You got Justin Reed. You got Andre Hall. And between the three of those guys, seven interceptions this past season. But if I was Bill O'Brien, if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm taking... Deontay Thompson at the 26th overall pick. And then last but not least, the 28th overall pick of the first round. I don't see this guy as a first-round pick. I really don't. To me, I see him as between a second to fourth-round guy. But because a team is going to be desperate, I look at Mac Wilson, linebacker, 28th overall pick to the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders have three first-round picks. In the upcoming draft, thanks to John Gruden, and the 28th overall pick, Gruden likes linebackers. I look at Mac Wilson, despite the fact that he didn't have the greatest seasons up to his standard, still a good coverage guy, an instinctive guy, a hard hitter throughout his career. We're talking seven pass breakups, six interceptions, can play the coverage lanes really well. Should John Gruden look at this? I go 28th overall pick, Mac Wilson in the first round. So going back over this again here, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, number one overall pick, Arizona Cardinals, what are you waiting for? I'm taking Quinnen Williams' defensive line. Number 18 overall pick, Minnesota Vikings, I pick up Jonah Williams. Number 21 overall pick, first round, Philadelphia Eagles, pick up the pad, go get Josh Jacobs, get you a diverse running back to help out in that passing game and then running the football. With the 26th overall pick, Ben O'Brien, you've always been somewhat of a defensive guy. Bring the Texas boy back home in Deontay Thompson. If I'm Houston, 26th overall pick, Deontay Thompson. And with the 28th overall pick, I would pick up Mac Wilson if I am the Oakland Raiders. That takes us to the end. Uh, this week's edition of shows here on the hottest form of Alabama football talk in my own words. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download it for your iPhone, your Team Apple, Android phone, Google Play Store. If you are Team Android, we got the podcast options for you. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes for the computer, Apple Podcast, the mobile option for the iPhone, overcastfm.com. You can also now catch us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. So, so many options here to check out the In My Own Words podcast. When we come back with a new edition of shows, 
We will start off by continuing the NFL draft topic, but also getting to my two deep depth chart for Alabama football in terms of spring ball and next season. For all of us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine, I'm your boy, Stephen Smith. Enjoy your week, folks. Until next time, so long, everybody. It's been in my own words. <laughs>